gotta prove it. And they have soul. Prove what? As well as just heart. I'm not a mistake. You'll always have parents. You know now why you cry. I'm gonna make them an offer, Kevin. It must have been one hell of a night we're about to forget and tiger. Alright, Uno Dos Trace Quattro. Hey guys, how's it going today? This is an ASMR compilation of <laughs> Your Movie Sucks Sardonicast. My name is Ralph the Movie Maker. This is joined by my good friend today. I hate everything. How are you doing today, Alex? Um, I'm pretty good. You know, I'm, I'm excited to be recording another episode of Sardonicast. Um, yeah. I'm, this, this is, this is April yeah. Fool's Day, belated April Fool's Day. Yeah. Uh, this is Bring Us the Movies with Mark Gray. Why does it feel like we're losing it? Like, we're out, we're out of it. We're not losing it. We're just tired. Everybody has yeah. a slump face. Yeah. As you probably try. noticed, we've, it's been a while since our last episode. Yeah. Um, We've just been busy. Life has been in the way. Yeah. So, but that's okay. I mean, everybody, everybody has life now and again. It's yeah, good to exactly. take breaks from. You just know. don't expect much from this episode. It's going to be chill, laid back. No, no ABQ. No. Um, probably not much going on with working title. So, no, I, I, got probably... cool. I, I got something cool. I, I got one cool detail about my about my movie. That All right. Eventually, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. So we're you know we're gonna talk about. Uh, some movie news. We got a few things, some exciting things to talk about. Yeah. Um, Lady Bird is the the film we're talking about today. Yeah, Pretty women's, dang. women's History Month. Yeah, well, last month, but oh, you know, hey, Greta Gerwig is still worth talking about because mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then, uh, working title. You said you got something for that, yeah. and uh, what we've been watching also. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Stay tuned. Let's get your popcorn. So, what's the movie news today, Eric? Enlighten me. Okay. So. Uh, Okay. Well, first, okay. No, let's let's actually get the the bad. Up. Let's get the bad out of the way. Yeah. Uh, did you want to talk about Oscars? You know what? Sure. Why not? Uh, this is a slightly better year than most. I'll give them. I won't give them nothing. A lot of snubs still, but they're they're treating animation like a medium. They're being nice mm-hmm. to you know directors who try hard. They're they're actually making an effort to not be as cringy. They're not doing good at that last part, but the point is they're trying. I think. Well, who knows? But as for most of the wins, um, I think, you know, everything everywhere at once sweeping was pretty cool. I'm glad that was our first thing we talked about on this podcast because, I mean, that, that was still that's still just a great experience from last year. That was yeah. like that was like a breath of fresh air for me because that like yeah. it And pretty, I've watched it a second time since then, so, you know. I've watched a... it four times totally. Wow. Twice in theaters, actually. Holy crap. When it, first, it's when it it's came one out of those. Theaters, yeah, first when it came out in theaters and now during the Oscars re-release, which was pretty cool because the second time I wasn't alone. I saw it with my girlfriend and she loved it even more because she thought this was her second time watching it. First time was with me still. And, you know, I mean, with one exception we'll get to in a second, I think most of the wins were... I think deserve. You know, Kei Hui Kwan was gave a really yeah, absolutely. Oh, I'm so glad, I'm so glad he won. He he was just great. Like he he's he's living the dream now. He he yeah. he earned his Oscar honestly. Like he's put in the he's put in the yeah. The, he's he's no longer just short round or data. He's he's he's, he's made a name for himself. Wang. He's the badass yeah. of the of the year. And Michelle Yeoh, actually no, I take that back. Michelle Yeoh is the badass. Oh, yeah. She was her win was absolutely best of the night in my opinion. Even. Including everything ever winning and Del Toro's Pinocchio winning, like and all these other good wins. Including, I, well, before we get to the the Black Panther snub, I should mention that one thing that is cool is um, uh, um, there was the uh, the I think it was the um, let me see, it was one of the wins for Black Panther was um, it was in one of the um, effects uh, one of the effects awards. It was. 
This is a pretty. It's actually a pretty cool event, uh, monument that happened. It was the best costume design by one of my favorite cost. Actually, one of my favorite costume um, designers, Ruth E. Carter. She's worked on Malcolm X, Spike Lee, Spielberg's Amistad, Ryan Coogler's uh, Black Panther and Black Panther Two, as well as What's Love Got to Do with It, Love and Basketball, Serenity, The Butler, Selma, Marshall, Dolomite is My Name, and in a pretty in a in a not as much talked about, but I think pretty important event. Uh, she became the first black woman to win uh, Best Costume Design, so definite kudos to her. Nice. As well as um, the VizFX team from Avatar and obviously every other animator in Hollywood right now because you guys are putting the miles in. Right. You deserve, a, you deserve more credit for, than the Oscars gave you last year. I'm glad that Del Toro kind of slightly roasted them by saying animation was cinema, like I said. Uh, good production design. Yeah, and hearing that from someone like Del Toro, you know, it's like, take a minute. And like let's let's listen to this guy. <laughs> yeah, let him do the talking. If you're not gonna say nothing constructive, and um, all quiet on the Western Front. This is where we get into the. This is where we. This is where things start to go on the the yellow zone in the like. We have three zones of the Oscars: <laughs> green, yellow, and red. In the green zone, you have wins like Parasites and Jojo Rabbit and Spider Verse. In the yellow zone, you get eh wins like. All Quiet on the Western Front and Jamie Lee Curtis. Actually, no, that's in the red, but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> but in the red, you have stuff like Crash, Green Book, and Jamie Lee Curtis winning as much as I love Jamie Lee Curtis. What, what are your thoughts on that? Let's get to that part. Um, I mean, like like you said uh, before we even recorded, like Jamie Lee Curtis was an odd choice simply because of her role in the film. Mm -hmm. Whereas Angela Bassett, it's like, as many times as I watched Black Panther, I was just sitting there like, God, she's got to win something, right? She does. She's been putting... It's not just this movie, too. She's put in the... Yeah, in Angela, and I believe Angela Bassett won... She was... Uh, I mean, don't quote me, but I think she was the black... Uh, the first black woman to win uh, Best Actress or Supporting Actress? It was a while ago. Uh, she. I don't think she was the first one to win Best Supporting Actress, but... She was. Uh, let me see. It might have been leading. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. I'm checking. Some, I'm checking the award stats. She has never won an Oscar. She has won um, some Golden Globes. She's won. Yeah, she won Golden Globe okay, for so Black Panther what too. And what's love got to do with it? Which I, you know, that fair enough. Uh, she deserved the Golden Globe. She deserved the Oscar too. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's true. She's just a, she's so good. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the problem. She's too good. And she's, they're just like robbing her. So. I, that's the way I'll look at it. Yeah, and of course, uh, I think um, you know. I, I just I think that there's a few there's a few wins were kind of odd. Like that one included like All Quiet Western Front. I mean, it seems like a decent movie, but I don't know if it, it kind of looks like it just it looks like a it just it looks to me. I haven't seen it, but it looks so much to me like a the Netflix prestige movie. You know, like I don't mean that a bad way at all. I just it it, it could be good. I just you know it. it there were better like vis effects stuff and mm. sound design stuff this year, but but Nope should have gotten sound design. That reminded oh me, I just rewatched Nope just the other day. It had at least sound design. Like listen to the alien, that thing. It's so creepy. Yeah, Nope was freaking amazing too. Gosh. <sighs> yeah. What, what a man. Nope decision to leave. Pearl, freaking get it together, Oscars. Yeah. We're si I'm sitting here with my my. With my, my head in my hand right now, and you, I'm probably shaking the table, and you guys probably feel it through the microphones. But <laughs> you know, it's it, but it's pretty standard Oscar stuff. You yeah. know, got the got the snubs and the some of the deserving wins. But yeah. But at the end of the day, it's the Oscars. Yeah, movie, movies are still cool though. Yeah, absolutely. 
movies. That's why we didn't go see the Oscars last <laughs> year when when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock. We we went to see Blade Runner because it's you know it's actually interesting and has things yeah. to say. But, but that what was else? that was a fun time. Yeah, yeah. you know that was a good night. I'll go, I'll give you credit for that. That was pretty fun. What else we got? Uh, movie uh, news. All right, we got some. Let's just get this out the way. Uh, we got some upcoming Disney live action remakes. You excited? Hmm. Yeah. Am I excited? I, you know, should I should I say? Do I want to say yes? No. Do I need to say yes because they'll probably be paying me if I become a filmmaker? Probably, but I'm not going to. So I'm not giving. You got to stay true to yourself. All right. Yeah. You ready for this? You ready for this lineup? Here we go. Hit me. All right. Moana. <sighs> That's one shot. All right. Lilo and Stitch. Lion King sequel. That's a double whammy. Oh, wait, sorry. I believe it's a spinoff, actually. Close enough. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, what we got? Little Mermaid, which is, you know, coming out soon, actually. All right. That's a top one. It's a little closer to the microphone. All right. Uh, Snow White. Uh, let's see. How far is that? That's what's her name uh, and uh, what's their names? And oh, yeah, probably a director I like in the garbage. <laughs> Here we uh, go. Aristocats. Aristocats. Uh, the Pulp Fiction dance was a cooler version of that. But literally, <laughs> I'm not kidding. The Pulp Fiction dance was, he said, one of the moves was inspired by the Aristocats dance. It, it's, I it's think you sent a, me that video, actually. Yeah, like, because, like, it's so cool how, like, wait, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's right. I'm talking about good movies again. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> Keep going. All right, 101 Dalmatians, even though we've... Already got Haven't that. we gotten that? Twice. And and Cruella, which I, I like. I like Cruella. Eh, but... I haven't seen it. You know, it's actually pretty good. Okay. Check it out. Hercules, freaking, uh, what's it called? TikTok Hercules? Yeah, when I when that came out, you know what I posted? Picture of, like, Robin Hood from the 70s, but, like, Grateful Dead. I, like, And it said, why? Fuck you. Pay me, said Disney. <laughs> yeah, so Hercules is one. Yeah. Good lord. Uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Didn't need one. Definitely doesn't need one now. And I mean, last but not least, Bambi. Bruh. That's like, I'm, I'm going to have to break this news to my buddy Jacob, because that's his favorite movie. And he's an indie. Oh, man. He loves mostly indie hardcore stuff. This is like his. This is like his favorite movie is a Disney movie. I do not wow. want to break that to Jacob. Jacob, if you're listening to this, you didn't. I hope. I hope shout I told you. Shout out friend of the show. I hope I. Yeah, shout out friend of the show. I hope I told you in person. Because you didn't deserve to hear it this way. But man, that's. I think the main thing, like that stands out on this list. You and I both know what it is. It's Moana. Like. Yeah. That's the one. It's not old at all. And it's a 3D movie. And, and if, it's 3D. And here's the thing. When I was, and it looks gorgeous. Exactly. Why do you... Live, a live action version of Moana, no matter how well it's shot, no matter how, like, no matter what the color palette no. is, it's not going to look as good as it does in the state that it currently is. You know what? And they're getting, they're getting the same... The, the voice actors to reprise their roles yeah. in the live action version. It just... I don't want to see Dwayne The Rock Johnson... I, I I mean no no offense but like no I don't, I don't either do. I, I, he's he's kind of been in enough movies as yeah I'm, I'm just like well, Moana's the one role from I actually legitimately love like I don't mean that in a bad way like he's still a good actor but like that's yeah. like my favorite no role genuinely of his. same he doesn't need to butcher it like you know exactly and then like the actress like she's really good but like she could do other things yeah. she doesn't need to be doing Moana again yeah and if you want more Moana why not just make like a sequel yeah animated you yeah. know. See, here's here's the thing. Now there's gonna be two versions of it if there's like if they do a sequel to because they have to kind of do a sequel to the animated one. But like now there's two versions of it. Now they're just gonna, now it's like 
you know, like you know that phrase from Fight Club where he's like everything's a copy of a copy of a copy. You know when he's talking about like you know modern life and stuff. Mm -hmm. Now those copies are splitting off and making up into like it's like multiversal transportation. You know, it's like different universes and stuff. And I don't like that because the thing is, you didn't get your first universe right. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about this one. I'm talking about just the first thing. You need to get the. I mean, the first one with Moana was good. But you need to have solid, strong ideas for your own movie. I'm rambling now because that's how that's how I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. die mad now. You, you've, I thought I was doing good. The the year after I made the live action remakes video, I was like, okay, they're taking they're taking a break. They're not making any this year. That's fine. And now they're back, and yep. I'm not happy. With that's a vengeance, the main thing. with a vengeance, and and I was talking to my girlfriend about this too. Uh, yeah. It's like the thing is, like these live action remakes. The reason they're so confusing, right? Is because they aren't m making them for anybody, and yeah. and like people nobody always bring, for these. yeah, pe people always, but that, yeah, that too, people always bring that up. They're like, nobody asked for this, but there are a lot of things that nobody asked for that are made that are like, you know, Good. well received. But the thing is, like, even if people were asking for it, at the end of the day, it it's just the most redundant thing because people, kids, new generations, they're being introduced to these movies. Through the old versions, exactly. Their parents are showing timeless. them. They're like, "Hey, look, look at these movies. They're, these old movies. I loved this as a kid." They're showing them. Then they'll eventually show their kids. They're and then the people who have grew up on these movies, they don't. We don't care about live action yeah. remakes of them, so it's like there's literally no one. There's no like target audience for these movies. They're just making them. Mm -hmm. But at the at the end of the day, guess what? They're they're gonna make money. Yeah, because we're. You know, as, well as much as we, yeah, as much as we like to complain, like people are gonna go see these movies. Mm -hmm. Like my girlfriend and I, we plan on seeing Little Mermaid. Let's like, so we yeah. can sit here and bitch and complain all we want. But, but like at the end of the day, we're we're fueling the fire to an extent. Yeah. you know. The thing is, like, it's, it's kind of a chicken and egg issue. It's like when Scorsese was talking about superhero movies in his article from twenty from twenty nineteen, he mentioned that like he, he said that like it, it's kind of confusing because on the one hand, you do have these elements of like people want to go see these things. But what Scorsese argued was that like it's more about how the the, the engine that drives them is already like self-perpetuating because like if you only offer people this one type of thing, they're only gonna want one type of thing, and they're only gonna they're only gonna go to see that one type of thing. Yeah. So now you have this like this sort of like this feedback loop to it where you like you can't like the audiences are willing to pay money to you, but it's because of the hype that Disney generates, because of the hype that these big studios are generating, and that's where. You kind of have to like at, at that point. It's like, like I think that's where a good point is. Like, like what, like you said. Like, even even though we're kind of feeling the fire, that's why I always say take a step back to everybody who says like I want to go see this movie or I want to support this artist. I'm like, take a step back and always think about the repercussions about what you consume. That's what I say. Yeah. But I said, hey, my but piece hey, on these you know, things. the great thing about it is it's all just optional we don't yeah. have to see these movies we can just completely ignore their existence that's kind of what just I do like i podcast. do with Mulan. <laughs> yeah that's, that's what i do with uh with lots of big blockbusters nowadays actually but that's what keeps me going so bite me audience yep. who can't see me or hear or be in my presence i don't know yeah so there, there's our rant on that and you know how we feel about yeah. live action remakes over here on this podcast mm -hmm. we already made a great video about that two oh years yeah ago. absolutely best best fucking thing ever all right Let's talk about a good movie that's coming on. Let's talk about Mario. Oh, yeah. Seth Rogen, Donkey Kong. Screw this live-action bullshit. Animations <laughs> for life. What do you think of the new Mario, even though it hasn't come out yet? Um, I Yeah, so they put out, a, I believe, a final trailer like a few weeks ago, and yep. I wasn't going to watch it 
and I was bored one day, and I just I ended up watching it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I really liked what I saw. Like the like the more I saw, I see. I'm just like this movie looks more and more promising. Mm-hmm. Um, not just as a Mario movie, but just as an animated movie in general. It just seems yeah. fun. It looks it looks, it looks really cool. Um, and uh, I believe with with the release of it coming this week at the time of this recording, they put out some box office predictions. Yeah. And it's looking like according to. What was it? Get this off. Hollywood uh, Reporter. Wait, no. Uh, Collider. Collider. Um, yeah. According to this article from Collider, uh, it's expected to rise above two hundred twenty-five million. Well, huh. not bad. I uh, I haven't seen that much recent Illumination. Um, I personally, if it were up to me, I would rather do somebody like Steve Ghibli or Pixar do with Mario, just because like because like but hear me out because like. A lot of early Mario designs were based on Studio Ghibli characters and stuff, and their their artists. Oh, I didn't know that. So that'd, be, that, that'd be kind of cool. But I, I do, and the thing the thing why I was kind of like on the book on the fence with this one for a while is because like, in my opinion, anim- Illumination is not they, their animation isn't terrible, but it's it's in my opinion they, they this is their best thing. I think made. it's pretty. I actually I disagree. I think Illumination movies look really good. Like it, they're definitely they have like a style to them that's mm-hmm. very cartoony, but in terms of like the way the animation looks it's pretty crisp in my opinion like the later despicable yeah. me movies look really good the sing movies look amazing mm-hmm. um what have they done recently I, I haven't seen secret life of pets i haven't seen either of those yeah um minions looks good um this one i think is their best one though so far because yeah, it, it has, definitely like, looks it de- looks amazing i think what's so here's here's what it is for me for this one like from what i've seen in the trailers keep in mind it's not the full movie but like compared to the other ones i think this one it's not just it has more detail it's more like how do you put it it's it's like when you when you know like a like you know that feeling you get when like you see like like it's just it's the feeling that i always describe with the movies like when every element kind of comes together it's like the sound design and the music and the acting like it pops out of the frame in a sense like you, you feel like you're getting closer to the microphone like if like it's that acoustic quality to it that you yeah. feel in, in watching a movie and i think this shows that a bit more but I mean, who knows? I, yeah, I, absolutely. I do agree that it's like definitely just from what I've seen in the trailers, it's it's a gorgeous movie. Yeah, like that animation looks yeah. insane. And the voice cast is um, very interesting. Like I, uh, half of them are it's very, it's, half it's, of them are awesome. Though. Yeah, it's super star studded, which is like always worrisome for me when like I see a trailer and they're like, mm. boom, boom, boom. Look at all Some these names. Stars. I'm just like, ah, I don't care though because i i want to see a good movie yeah exactly i'm not one of those people that are like oh i'm i'm only seeing this movie because this person's in it i don't care about the people like i do have actors that i, I really like their performances mm. and certain actors do make me more compelled to see a movie yeah but at the end of the day i'm watching it for the movie not who's in it exactly so, and also you know, give other actors a chance besides just famous ones I yeah exactly say. because yeah. you know at the end of the day people just people just want to see good movies you know? yeah but this one i mean the cast like the the memeableist one is definitely um, Chris Pratt. The second tier to him is I want to say maybe. <laughs> I just Chris, always Seth think Rogan. of the, think of the uh, Chris Pratt and Mario hat and mustache yeah. thing. I love it. It's hilarious. And then Seth but, Rogen is Donkey Kong. Um, I'm gonna have to say they're, they're, I do like his. I do like these actors, but Keegan Michael Key is number three. But then, but then Charlie Day gets up, and then we move. Who's, who, who's Key Michael Key playing again? I think Toad. Actually, or maybe something else. I don't, I don't I, know. I think I, Toad sounds right. Actually, yeah. I gotta play some more Mario Bros with my roommates when I, but before I get this movie starts. And then next to him is obviously the 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 bee's knees of voice acting now. Jack Black is Bowser, but in my opinion, Anya Taylor Joy is probably the most like 
best role. Like that, like when I when I, I remember the night that it was announced Chris Pratt was Mario. Like everybody was laughing. I was at so that. confused. I didn't think it was real until I I was like, oh, this is like I thought it was just one of those rumors that just like started spreading. But then I was like, yeah, oh, this is too. actually legit. Like I, I was it was a joke. On yeah, Twitter I was or like, something. what? I was like, okay. Yeah. And I mean, but like the more I hear him, I was like, the only reason I feel like Chris Pratt could work. I haven't seen the full movie, but I yeah. feel like he, he could work is simply because they're going for more like Brooklyn maybe. version of Mario, like Emmett maybe. From Lego Movie, maybe. Yeah, but not really. More, more high pitch. But like you know, yeah. oh, it's okay. it's like it's like the uh, like what they're going for is like the Brooklyn version of Mario. Mm-hmm. That scene in like the old cartoons yeah, and old stuff, ones. which is like okay, True. if if they're going for that, then he could work as opposed to like but the full blown. Like, like, I feel like there's more Brooklyny actors than than Chris Pratt. I mean, is he from, yeah. if he's from if he's from Brooklyn, I, I'm not, I don't know. Not judging, I don't know Chris I'll Pratt's that background actually, but I don't. So I'm gonna retract that statement and put it on hold. And yeah, I mean, stuff, but yeah, but. you're definitely right. If they were going that route, they could have. Yeah. But you know, but I mean, hopefully but, he got still, like some sort of like, you know, coach or something that helped. You know, <laughs> hope so. I doubt it. He probably was just like I'm I mean, going here and record this. Like he's probably a foreign acting coach though. Realistically, yeah, I mean, he's he's making the he's making them them make it rain money yeah which i'll get to that's a hint for my little thing i mentioned for working oh, title yeah. so th- there's a little easter egg for you um, yeah all right yeah and uh you know uh, honorable mention is new spider-man trailer dropped today oh yeah um, totally i watched it mark's not indulging yeah. in any of that nonsense we're gonna we're gonna do an experiment for this podcast he's gonna watch all the promotional material before or as much as he can before the movie comes out i'm gonna watch as little as possible because well, first of all, I don't like spoilers, but also because I want to see, you know, are modern trailers that, you know, spoiler heavy that we could just predict the whole movie? Because I want to see yeah. what the difference is. So this will be interesting. So stay tuned for that in a few months, I guess. Um, but yeah, uh, what else? Oh, yeah, the movie for today. Yeah. Lady Bird. What do you think of that? Lady Bird was, I'm not going to say different from what I expected, mm-hmm. but it was it was one of those movies that you watch and you're like... I I think there's definitely like a market for for movies like this because mm-hmm. um, it's like one of those movies that where people can kind of meet in the middle. It's like you have your indie people, then you have like your your blockbuster people, and I feel like movies like Lady Bird are where those they like the gap. yeah they bridge the gap because mm-hmm. it appeals to like a wide variety of people. Mm-hmm. Because it's a simple movie, and that's yeah, kind of the absolutely. that's kind of the, the where the heart and the humor comes yeah, from. Yeah, and this, this so was my introduction to, to Greta Gerwig, um, and I know she's done like a lot of really good stuff. Oh, and, she's awesome. Uh, yeah. Barbie, Barbie's coming out soon, and that's interesting to me. Yeah, her best movie I think is Little Women, but she's also done really great stuff with um, like like in Lady Bird, and she's done some mumblecore movies in acting. Yeah, she's done. Uh, she was she was a writer and the main actress in Francis Ha, which was um, Noah Baumbach's one of his uh, movies from I think twenty eleven or twelve. But she's just great and everything. She's one of my favorite directors. Yeah, like that movie is like uh, it, it was it was just so good. Like for what it was, it was so simple and like emotional and I don't want to say I don't want to say universal, but like it's a come it's a coming of age that actually is like. It feels genuine. Yeah, it, it it's a matter of like this this teenage girl like fumbling and like just trying to find herself and yeah. you know find a place of a sense of belonging right. in a world in which she just like struggles to find that, especially with the way her relationship is with her mom. That definitely doesn't help, you yeah. know. But at the end of the day, I like how that that whole storyline and how her relationship is almost I don't want to say the core of everything. But it definitely plays a huge role in how she navigates life. Yeah, 
and you, you feel that bond between them even in spite of all the you know some of the argue a lot of the arguing they do yeah. because it's not a you know it, it's a rocky relationship but they have some yeah, common it, ground it, it, yeah it doesn't feel like oh they just hate each other kind yeah. of deal i like how it's more so like they have problems but at the end of the day you can tell that they love each other because life is just getting in the way that's that's the best way to describe a lot of the conflicts it's, it's like it's like one of those slice of life ghibli films in the sense that like yeah it's not anything that's like like looming threat i mean there's some looming threat moments you know like with the 2003 like you know like the the stuff they talk about the politics of that era and mm. you know some of the like some of the like uh dissect like there's some definitely like some emotional moments but like at the end of the day it's also like about how like there's a shared humanity between these emotions there's not like any you know there's no like like ulterior motives the film has yeah. if that makes sense like like one of the great scenes in that movie is uh with lucas hedges when he's uh he's playing a uh, a closeted gay teenager who, who like comes out to to Saoirse Ronan's character, and I love that little scene because like because like it's 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 such a because like he's he's just opening up his heart and like she's not being mean about it at all. She's just like listen yeah. to her. like she like he did kind of hurt her and like he did say like yeah look I shouldn't have like I shouldn't have like cheated on you but like he was like at the end of the day he was like look I don't want to have to go through the pressure of being like you know exposed and that would my parents would kill me and I like it's just a lot of like social pressure from that and he just cries in her shoulder and like she like forgives him and that's such yeah. a sweet scene Which, it kind so of nice. like surprises me because like i don't want to say i don't want to say like the way her her like her in, the introduction to her character she just feels like this like uh erratic like you know like i'm just gonna Free like spirit. yeah and yeah. like so like a lot of time i expected certain moments to kind of turn into like a screaming match or mm -hmm. like something like that whereas like there were a lot of moments where she was actually very calm and like understanding mm -hmm. and I was like, huh, so there's, you know, more to her character than than we realize. Yeah, and, like, because, like, like she understands, because what's un what's great about Saoirse Ronan's acting in all her movies is that, like, underneath all of her performances, there's this aura of, like, wisdom to her that, like, like she understands, like, yeah, these people aren't actually, like, bad people. They're just, like, that's yeah. what her character feels like. They're just, they're just pummeled by life. Yes. Because that's normal. And that's such a great sentiment to... To express and this was particularly a great movie in the year it came out it was always a great movie but it was particularly mm. important in the movie the year it came out because this was like this was like one of the big like 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 the women's films of the year in the me too movement era like this was 2017 when this came out so this was an Wait, important was this movie back to 2017 Holy yeah crap. this was this was like the me too era so this was definitely like this was a a very it, it's 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 a simple movie, but it's definitely like an important step for like feminist filmmaking back in that that year, which is really impressive, and that's why I'm glad I it's that's why I'm glad I was able to rewatch it with yeah, you guys. It, it's not like one of those typical like I hate to say it, but like stereotypical like oh teenage girl like who just thinks like the world is out like mm -hmm. out to get her and she's just, like so angsty and mad at everything. Ellie from which the is, Last of Us. <laughs> which, I had to make that. Joke. No. I'm sorry. Which is genuinely what I thought the the movie was gonna be, but then they 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 flip it on its head. They're like, oh, you thought, and then it's like, yeah. oh, I actually really like the yeah. the way this like this feels like a a real girl who's going through real struggles. Right. Because like at the end of the day, like these people who are who experience like angsty emotions, it's not like that they're they're like they're like you know like like just angry visceral just like sour people it's just yeah. you know, there's, there's, there's always sometimes. yeah there's always a reason and there's all it also comes with age it's the fact that mm -hmm. you are young and you're just unsure of a lot of things and it can be scary and a lot of that manifests in angst and anger i relate to and, that too yeah it's easy to relate to that we all go through it exactly but, it's, and it's done in a way to where you, you don't feel angry at her character, angry or necessarily angry at anybody else, really. Yeah. It just feels like you're watching 
this family dynamic in a way that's just like natural. Yeah, this this makes sense. Yeah, I agree. It's a great movie. It's super simple, clean times. Like there's so many just like nice little like simple edits that like they're not even like the it's not even the greatest filmmaking or even the greatest mm-hmm. film in the world but it doesn't have to be that's not even really the point like like so you know that that clip in um in where she's like walking along the streets and like it keeps cutting like like as she's like walking and it seems like she's going in a continuous line through these like different parts of the of the neighborhood and stuff yeah like what's great about that scene is that like it's not even it's not even that the scene itself is like 200 percent david fincher you know precision to editing and camera work and detail it's more just like it's a simple clean little edit because it's like it's a little handheld but it's but it's wide enough so that you see all of her space around her you tune into how she's feeling which we discussed a little bit in those wide shots discussion from do the right thing you know you tune into how they're feeling that's the vibe and the 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 warmth that this movie like emanates like you just you're you're in tune with these characters and that's what makes it that's what coasts you through the, uh, the the feeling of the movie. It's not anything like like shoving anything down your throat. It's just like just let right. it in, and that's that's what I needed for this episode because I was exhausted from work this week. Absolutely. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Ladybird? Uh, watch it. Yeah. I mean, you know, it came out a while ago, so you probably have, but you know. Yeah. And if you yeah. haven't, shame on you. Yeah, and if you have watched it, watch it again. Absolutely. Yeah. Great movie. Eight out of ten. Maybe 8.5, maybe 9. Yeah, pretty good. I'll put it up there. Yeah. All right. And what we got for our last segment, we got what we've been watching lately. I'll let you go first. Yeah. Do you want to do working title first? Or no? Let's do working title, actually. Yeah. So I do have one quick update. I've finally come up with an ending to Port City Break. This will be brief because I. it's not really much to it. It's basically like the idea of, you know, there's only so much money you can get away with in a robbery. That's what the movie is. It's a robbery yeah. movie. So they decide, you know what, we're just going to take the money the, the rest of the money that we couldn't steal for ourselves is go up on top of a of a building during the middle of a sky of a of a of an azalea festival which is like a, a flower festival that's like a like a party in wilmington every april dump all the cash over the crowds but they'll be gone the banks the bank with the evil guy will get sued and will run away happy that's the end of the movie it's a pretty simple clear-cut ending but i i've it took me a while to get to that point but i was like you know what this is the tone and the vibe i want to go for yeah. this and it especially fits because of like it's called Port City Break, mm-hmm. and if you include something like the Azalea Festival that is very local to Wilmington, yeah, it just kind of ties it all together. In yeah, a way it's like just perfect. It would, I'm gonna need a few years to get that stunt out of the way, but if yeah. I could ever get that stunt taken care of, it'd be awesome. Because I mean, can you imagine Make that like, the first thing you film? <laughs> imagine, imagine seeing that like on the big screen, like a freaking yeah. like just dumping hundreds of do- thousands of dollars in cash a bunch of over a bunch of crowds. And like, then like the plan for the movie, the idea, this is for like way down the line, like hypothetical if I ever make it line, but I would get the rights to Living in the USA by Steve Miller Band, which is like a cool countercultural, like stick it to the man song. Love It's it's like, it, it's it's not like a, it's not like a bad, I promise it's not like a weird song. It's just like, it's a 70s, like, you know, hips, hippie song pretty much. Yeah. But that'd be cool, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully you do make it. I look yeah. forward to seeing it. Cool. Yeah. All right. What have we been watching for for our last ep- ep- segment of the episode? Um, you want to go first or me? I'll go first. I'll do a few, just a few quick things. Uh, watch Poker Face with a girlfriend. Great Ryan Johnson murder mystery TV show. Watch it if you haven't. It's a, like a really funny. Like, it's some episodes are funny. Some are intense. Some will mess you up. Wait, wait for the episode with the two old ladies. 
you will not you will leave different i left different and i i didn't like the feeling the next day of how i felt after watching the episode it was it was bad okay but um then i watched uh let's see what I, man, I, i'm like carson runquist i watched a bunch of stuff this month i'm proud of wow. myself then we watched holy crap it is it is like a month month worth of stuff considering we've yeah. been off for a while i feel satisfied being able to talk about all the stuff I watched i'll, I'll probably podcast. just talk about a few things a few highlights yeah 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 abbott elementary great uh Kind of like The Office, but like in elementary school in Philadelphia. Really great. Uh, the director and main actress is who plays Janine is just awesome. She's really talented. Hope she does more stuff. Um, the the main guy, uh, I forget. I always I'm still learning the names of the characters coming to the show, but like he's hilarious. Is, guess, it, is it Tyler James Williams' character? Yep, it is. Okay. He is like, like I said, he his acting in it reminds me of like Simon Pegg and Shaun of the Dead because his, his eye movements and his comedy, like his reactions, are just perfect. Like I yeah. love it. It's just. Watch that show right away. It's a great time. And then, what else? Logan Lucky, uh, another great uh, heist film. <laughs> I'm, I'm not proud. But this is a great... No, this is a good one, I promise. This is like a... This is like these, like... These, like... Uh, they're, like, construction workers, I think, from West Virginia who, like, rob NASCAR. Crazy movie. Really oh, funny. Wow. Daniel Craig, Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, uh, Seth MacFarlane. Freaking... Seth MacFarlane's in there? Not kidding. Freaking... Who else? Uh, Elvis's real life granddaughter. Uh, wow. Um, Katie Holmes, uh, a lady who looks very suspiciously similar to the main lady from Blade Runner. I forget <laughs> her name. Uh, man, just no. That's a cast. Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan's in it. Too. Yeah, so many great actors, and nobody saw this movie but me, and I'm mad about <laughs> that. Like, it's a great movie. What year did it come out? 2017, summer 2017. Oh, that's so, so, oh, uh, fairly recent. Huh? Yeah, and it was an original movie in the in the year where we were worried for, like, where we were hoping for a second, like, yeah, this is your original movie is starting to get back out, like Get Out and and like uh, Dunkirk and stuff, and like original movies come back, and then you and you didn't include this on your list, guys. I'm mad at you all now. Good job, but. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, great movie. And last but not least, I guess, Shaun of the Dead, because I'm watching Baby Driver tomorrow night with you guys. Nice. So that'll be fun. What about you? What you been watching? Um, all right, well, okay, right, I'm rapid fire like you. Okay. okay um, earlier last month, my girlfriend and I did a double feature of Zathura and Jumanji, because nice. she had never seen Zathura, and I've never, I had never seen Jumanji, so we decided to watch both. I really like Jumanji a lot. Good. I really enjoyed that that movie. Got to see you have the correct opinion. <laughs> yeah, I watched it at the beginning. I was like, hmm, and then it just like it, it went in a direction I didn't expect. It's like, scary. I don't like thinking about it. It's scary. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was just like a really really good movie. Yeah. Um, Robin Williams, rest in peace. He's amazing as always. Dude, uh, I saw the saddest thing ever, but also the nicest thing he's ever done. Like he, you know, uh, Nathan Lane who plays Timon. Yeah. Yeah. He, Oprah, like, accidentally almost, like, asked him, like, so are you gay on the thing? And then Robin Williams, like, she didn't mean anything about it. But, like, Robin Williams, who was in the like, in the interview with him, he, like, he's like, he diverted them with a joke. Like, because Nathan, Nathan Lane explained to him earlier, again, at private, like, you know, if anything comes up, just please don't let me find out as gay. Which is kind of like Lucas Hedges in Lady Bird, which I just realized. Like, that's bizarre. But anyways, wow. like... Robin Williams, like, he will shield, like, he will help his buddies if, from not having to come out. Like, what a great guy is what yeah. I'm getting at. Like, rest in peace, Robin Williams. Yeah, Sorry. absolutely. But, Didn't yeah, really, really good movie. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Re uh, upon rewatching Zathura, I mean, I, I definitely liked it more as a kid, but still yeah. still some enjoyment to be had there. Yeah. Um, I saw, man, I feel like I'm skipping forward now. <laughs> not, I, I don't remember everything I've watched, but John Wick 4, I saw that. 
um, a couple weeks back when it came out. Yeah. That movie was so good. Like, okay. I really, really liked it. Like, I, I enjoy the other John Wick movies, but I feel like the action in, like, the first three John Wicks are, like... like a little choppy at times. Yeah, no, but it's, like, still really good. But, like, this, they just pulled out all the stops in this one. I was, mm. I was like, mind blown. There was a point, because I saw such a late showing. It was, like, literally 1045. Oh, wow. And that was a three-hour-long movie. <laughs> so there came a point where we were all just kind of, we were all sitting there just kind of, like, trying to stay awake. And then, like, the action started popping off again. Everyone woke up, and we were just, like, all in again. That's it's the, Yeah, it's, it's so, it was so good, man. Um, one of the best action movies I've seen in a while. Probably one of the best I've seen ever, nice. genuinely. I want to see um, it now. Yeah, so, sorry to hype it up, but, no, no, man, please, I really I liked it. I need, I need some more hype energy in my life <laughs> to keep me going. Yeah. So, yeah, saw John Wick 4. That was really good. Um, recently saw the uh, Bo Burnham's Inside. Mm-hmm. the documentary or comedy special whatever you want to call it i thought it was a, a depression circulation yeah, it's it, like yeah like i said there are moments of like you know heaviness but for the most part it's really really funny um yeah. his, his musical chops are pretty genius um and, and i didn't know much about bo burnham before like i just knew that he was a comedian um but watching it i was like this is hilarious i've even listened to the soundtrack of it even even yeah. after watching um unironically but yeah so yeah. I've, I've seen some pretty good stuff in terms of tv uh my girlfriend and i started bridgerton uh a couple weeks ago nice um i like it i'm not usually like a period piece kind of guy but my girlfriend was really wanting to watch it with me so i was like all right i like it i like it so far it's it's, yeah. it's also like a, a shonda shonda rhymes show or shonda land yeah. i don't think she created it but she had a hand in it oh cool um and she for those who don't know, she did like stuff like Scandal and Grey's Anatomy, all yep. those, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Which that's right. I, I, I didn't watch Scandal, familiar. but I've I've watched Grey's Anatomy and pretty good shows. Yeah, for the most part, at least during that Shonda era, while she was still like mm-hmm. writing. We're she not, knows, we don't want to jump ship. Yeah, we don't talk about it now. <laughs> but, you know, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Bridgerton, pretty good show. Um, I like it. Good. Uh, and on Bo Burnham's note of Bo Burnham, by the way, I would like to recommend one movie to you, which is uh, Eighth Grade. Check that out. It's on it. Like it's, it's way more emotional, Lady Bird, but it's by it's by Bo Burnham. Check it out. It's like it's one of the most gut wrenching, just emotional experiences oh, you'll wow. have from 2018. Like damn. All right. Really great. Yeah. All right. You think? Let me see where we're at time wise. Uh, oh wow, we're at the 40 minute mark are again. Are you kidding me? How wow. do we keep doing that, guys? Like. Damn. And we we didn't even have ABQ or we just na- we're just so good at podcasting it comes naturally to us. Yeah, absolutely. That's just the fact of it. We don't make the rules, but yeah. Do you have do you have anything else you wanted to add, or is that um, about it? No, not sure. What's what's the pick next next time? Is are we doing versus since we didn't? Uh, yeah, we can do versus. Around? Uh, we're, you wanted to do Wreck-It Ralph and like, Ready Player One, right? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good one. And then then tomorrow night. Best fucking movie night of the year <laughs> is my my place. It'd be fucking Baby blast. Driver. Yes, freaking trailers and goofy ass wacky times ahead. Yep. <laughs> and uh, don't support live action remakes. I'd like to thank you all for watching. And wish you all true and false a very pleasant good evening.